What's happening? What's happening? It's your boy DP, the neighborhood hope dealer, coming to you with the Verb of the Day podcast, where we take practical principles from the Bible, you apply them to your life and see the results. Because I believe, and it is true, every principle out there from the gurus comes from the good book. And I'm going to prove it. And you're going to prove it too. So sit back, relax, enjoy the ride, and enjoy the podcast. What's happening? What's happening? Verb of the day podcasters. What's going on? It's it's Friday. Yay. Friday. Yay. Woo. <sighs> Make you feel all good inside. <laughs> man, man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Hey. It's a good day. It's a good day. <clears throat> Oh, man. So, I want to ask you a question. Have you start making plans? Are you making plans? Are you planning things out? And here's what I'm saying. Have you made plans for your marriage? Uh, plans for raising your kids? Plans for business, plans for your career, plans for your ministry. Um, like being intentional, like about your finances, your investments, like what you're going to do to. How are you planning out your life? You know, your college plans. Life plans. So are you planning these things out? And um, if you read the Bible or if you don't read the Bible, there's a there's a verse in there that says, write the vision and make it plain. And when it talks about write the vision and make it plain, it means pretty much write out your plans <clears throat> and make it plain to where somebody can actually pick up your plans look them over and they can and they can run with it no i don't want to do that right now not right now not right now let's not do that right now uh, so so you want to write out your plans you want to cast your vision to where somebody can catch it they can take it and they can run with it like they can see okay i see where you're going with this I see where you're going with this. And they can run with it. They can take that plan of yours and and run with it. So your family, your wife, your husband, whoever it may be, you've written out the vision for the family. And they can pick that thing up and they can run with it. That they can help you meet the goals of the family. So you're writing out this vision and you're making it plain. And you're planning your way. And let me tell you something. When you're writing out your plans and you're writing out your goals and your dreams and how it's going to happen and what you want to happen and where you're trying to reach to and where you're trying to get to and the goal, the heights that you're trying to, to reach and, you know, all these things that we plan out. Some people plan out. Some people just talk about it. And then some people actually plan it out. 
They're trying to make it happen. And what I want you to realize is that you're making these plans. You got these goals. You got these dreams. You're writing your stuff out. You got your business plan together. You got your life plan together. You got your marriage plan together. You got your financial plan together. You got these things together. And let me say this. So I invest through Fidelity. Like when I buy my stocks and my mutual funds and IRAs and all this other stuff, I go through Fidelity. And they have a thing on there to where you can plan out how you want your retirement to end. And what they do is they start with the end in mind. They say, okay, for your lifestyle, how much money do you need a month to live the lifestyle that you want to live? And you put in that number. And so when they start with the end in mind and then they work their way backwards. So this, this is your goal. This is your dream. This is what you want to retire with. This will help you maintain or even better the financial situation that you're in. This is how much you need a month. Well, this is what you need to do leading up to that point. This is how much you need to invest. This is what you need to invest in, things like that, yada, yada, yada. And you have this plan. But what the plan does not include, what it doesn't include, there's nowhere on that timeline where it includes life. That life's going to happen. That things are going to happen. Recessions are going to happen. Market failures are going to happen. Like nowhere in that timeline does it say, hey, but it says on a consistent basis, put this in. But they, a market crash, a depression, a recession, it doesn't account for those things. It doesn't account for life happening. It doesn't account for somebody getting sick. It doesn't account for somebody passing away. It doesn't account for that. Yes, you got this goal in mind, but life is going to happen. And you're saying, okay, where's that? The principle in the Bible. Yes, write the vision, make it plain. I understand that. That's in every guru book. Where are you going? Start with where where is it that you want to end up and then work your way backwards. Reverse engineer it. And these are the things that you need to do to get there. So I'm in Proverbs 16 and verse 9. It says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. It is great to write out your plan. It is great to have a plan. It is great to have a goal and a dream and a vision and you've written it thing out. I keep saying that. Write it out so that people can see it of where you're trying to get to. You're writing this vision out and you're making it plain. So the goal, so you can reach the goal. 
But what you have to be open to, you have to be open to the things of life. You have to be open to life happening. You have to be, and for you, for the believers out there, you have to be open to God allowing some things to happen that things don't look like things are going to happen. You have to allow, you have to allow room for God to do what God's going to do. Because it says, you make your plans, but the Lord determines the steps. Meaning, he determines what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, and the obstacles that he's going to allow to happen on the way to you getting to the destination that you've planned or that he's planned for you. You have to be open to... And I hate to say this, you got to be open to possibly going broke. You got to be open to possibly ending up homeless. You got to be open to possibly living in your car. You got to be open to possibly losing the house that you have right now. You have to be open to possibly your car being repossessed. You have to be open to possibly having to max out your credit cards because you're pouring into this dream. You're pouring into your plan. And God allow life to happen to you where things get very difficult. And life will test to see if you have the stick-to-itiveness if you have the perseverance, do you have the drive? Are you going to develop the muscles? Is your faith going to stay strong? Is it going to fail on you? Because life is going to happen. And you have to allow room for it to happen. And here's the thing. You can get frustrated, you can cry, you can kick, you can scream. But the thing is, are you going to get right back up when life knocks you on your keister? When the Lord is determining the steps and allowing life to happen and letting the storms come, when your wife gets sick, when your husband gets sick, When your child gets sick, when someone close to you passes away, the Lord determines the steps. Like life is going to happen. Like if you don't believe, it don't, if you don't believe in God, it that this this does not matter. The principle is life is going to happen to you. Life is going to punch you in the mouth. It's going to punch you in the nose. It's going to knock you on your tail. And the thing is, are you going to lay down? How long are you going to lay down there before you get up? And are you going to get up? 
I like it in boxing, the boxing analogy here. Uh, so they have what they call. So when you get knocked down in the boxing match, you got 10 seconds. You got 10 seconds to get your tail up off the mat and be coherent and be able to, to fight, to continue to fight. Well, what you will find out with smart boxers will do is if they get knocked down, they will take advantage of that 10 count to get themselves back together, shake the cobwebs out, analyze within those 10 seconds. Okay, he got me. She got me. Okay, let me shake the cobwebs out. And they'll take advantage of those 10 seconds. Get up by count number eight or count number nine. And then the referee says, are you good to go? There's still some more of this counting going on. The 10 count part is over with. But the referee says, are you good to go? And if you, sh you shake your head, yes. And then he'll say, Step to me, and you step to him with your hands up, like you're ready to go, and then they get back into the fight. Now, there's a 10-second count that allows you to get back up, but if you do realize there's still more time counting to, for you to get yourself together when he says, are you okay? Shake your head, and then he says, step to me, and you step to him. And then he's holding off the other fighter, and then he says, fight. So in reality, there's almost a 20 to 30 second count that really happens when somebody gets knocked down and get back into the fight. So the thing is, when life knocks you down, take the time to shake the cobwebs out. Analyze what happened. Get back up. Let life know that you're ready and get back into the fight because life is going to happen. And here's the thing. You don't know when life is going to happen. Like I never, man, never in a million, man. You could have never told me that I've been living in my car at one point in time. You never would have told me I would have been homeless. You never would have told me that I would have been living with my best friend because I didn't have anywhere to go. You never would have told me that I would have ended up moving back into my parents' house to get my life back together. You never would have told me that. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. You would never have told me that I would have been so broke, no car, having to ride it, being a grown Man, not riding it, not riding a bike because I'm trying to get into shape, but riding a bike to get to interviews, get to the library, and go wherever it is that I needed to go. You never would have told me, no, 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 no. You never would have been able to, no, that was not, that's not in the plan. That's not in my plan. But man, life has a way of taking your steps 
in some directions you had no idea. No one would have told me I would have been divorced. Nobody ever would have told me that. Nobody would ever told me that you're close to dying and being divorced again. Nobody would have ever told me that. Nobody could have ever told me that I would have been in an adulterous affair. Nobody would ever tell me that. No. No one ever would have told me that my daughter would have moved away and I had to go pick her up to bring her back home because of somebody's foolishness. Nobody would have ever told me that. Nobody would have ever told me that, hey, my kids would be living in my dad's house for free right now until they get their lives together and me paying the bills. Never would have been able to tell me that. No. But life happens. And there's some good things that happen. And there's some not so good things that happen. And there's some bad things that happen. And there's some horrible things that happen. Because we can make the plans all we want to. But how the story really turns out. We don't have that narrative. We don't have that narrative. We don't have. <laughs> we don't have the insight. That life's going to happen. Nobody. You didn't know the recession was going to happen. Nobody knew the recession was going to happen. Nobody knew that the housing market was going to crash the way that it did. Now they can kind of predict this stuff that's going to happen, but they don't really know. Nobody knew that. Hey, looking. Hey, looking at my portfolio right now, man. Before COVID, my portfolio was fire. During COVID, my portfolio was pretty cool. Now, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> waiting for it to get get up off the turf and get back in the game. Like, you don't know. You have no idea. Like, I have athletes out here that play basketball, play football. They never expecting that they would get career-ending injuries or getting injuries that's going to cost them one year or two years or three years of playing basketball or football. Nobody's thinking that. Nobody's thinking, man, your company was on top of the world, and then all of a sudden they go bankrupt. And close those doors or they ship the job. My mother worked at RCA. Everybody RCA going to be around. Then it becomes Thompson's Electronics. And then they ship their operations overseas. And my mom's out of a job. She had no clue that something like that was going to happen. Now, you can prepare for the just in case of life. But you can't determine the steps to get there. You can write out your plan. You can write out your goals. You can write out your dreams. And you can write out the stuff that, hey, it's going to take this, this, and this to get there. But you have no, you have no determination. You have no input. You have no insight on what life is going to throw at you.
You don't. My sister in love, she had no clue that she would end up losing her son. I got friends and associates, but they had no clue that they were going to lose their spouse. COVID hit, and nobody knew that some people was going to get this thing, and it was a wrap. They going off to see Jesus, or they going to hell, one or the other. Whichever. You had no clue. Then we had this housing market boom where houses were selling for two, two times, 10, 20, 30, $100,000 more than what they were actually worth. And then all of a sudden, mm, this thing is leveled and off. Now, can you sell a house? <laughs> Nobody had a clue. Because you cannot determine what life throws at you. The only thing you can determine, though, is how you respond to what life throws at you. It's your boy, DP, the Neighborhood Hope Dealer. Yo, hey, you can write out your plans all you want to, but you can't determine what life is going to throw at you. But you can determine how you respond to what life throws at you. Hey, it's your boy. Peace. What's happening? What's happening? It's your boy DP, the neighborhood hope dealer, coming to you with the Verb of the Day podcast, where we take practical principles from the Bible, you apply them to your life and see the results. Because I believe, and it is true, every principle out there from the gurus comes from the good book. And I'm going to prove it. And you're going to prove it too. So sit back, relax, enjoy the ride, and enjoy the podcast.